Kom namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam namaskrita naram cheva narutam divim sarasati vyatsatatu jaya mudhirait. Nastapayisabhadrisu nityam bhagavata sevaya bhagavati utama sloke bhakti bhavaiti naistiki. So Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, chapter 20, text 30, 30. The title of this chapter is Pure Devotional Service. Bidjate Ridraya Grantees Chidyante Sarvavsansayaha Chidyante Chasyakarmani Mai driste kilat mani Bidyante ridaya grantees Chidyante sarvasamsaya Chidyante chasya karmani Mai driste kilat mani Bidyate Ridaya Grantees Chidyante Sarvasamsaya Chidyante Chasyakarmani Mai Driste Kilatmani Can someone try? So, what for our translation? Bidyate pierced. Riddhaya heart. Granti nuts. Chidyante cut to pieces. Sarva all. Samsayaha misgivings. Chiyante terminated. Cha and Asya his karmani chain of fruitive actions. Mai 
when I driste, I'm seen. Akilatmani, as the supreme personality of Godhead. So, translation and purport by the followers of Srila Prabhupada. The knot in the heart is pierced. All misgivings are cut to pieces, and the chain of fruitive actions is terminated when I am seen as the supreme personality of God. Please, can you respond to repeat? The knot in the heart is pierced. All misgivings are cut to pieces. And the chain of fruitive actions is terminated when I am seen as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Prophet, Ridaya Granti indicates that one's heart is bound to illusion by false identification with the material body. One does becomes absorbed in material sex pleasure, dreaming of innumerable combinations of male and female bodies. A perfect intoxicated sex attraction cannot understand that the supreme personality of God is the reservoir of all pleasure and the supreme enjoyer. When a devotee achieves steadiness in devotional service, feeling transcendental pleasure at every moment in the execution of his loving service to the Lord, the knot of false identification is pierced and all his misgivings are cut to pieces. In illusion, we imagine that the living entity cannot be fully satisfied without material sense gratification and speculative doubting of the absolute truth. Materialistic persons consider sense enjoyment and um, speculative doubting to to be essential for civilized life. A pure devotee, however, realizes that Lord Krishna is an unlimited ocean of happiness and the personification of all knowledge. The realization of Lord Krishna completely eradicates the twine tendencies of sense gratification and mental speculation. Thus, the chain of fruitive actions or karma automatically collapses just as a fire collapses and goes out when its fuel is removed. Advanced devotional service automatically awards one liberation from material bondage. As confirmed by Lord Kapila, Jariati asu 
Yakosham Niginam Analayata Bhakti devotional service dissolves the subtle body of the living entity without, sep without separate effort. Just as fire and the stomach digest all that we eat. Bhag Srimad Bhagavatam Kanthu 3, Chapter 25, Text 33. Shri Prabhupada states in his purport to this verse, quote, A devotee does not have to try separately to attain liberation. That very service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the process of liberation because to engage in oneself in the service of the Lord is to liberate oneself from material entanglement. Sri Bibhmangal Thakur explains this position very nicely. He said, If I have unflinching devotion unto the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord, then mukti or liberation serves me as my maid servant. Mukti, the servant, Mukti, the servant, is always ready to do whatever I ask. For a devotee, liberation is no problem at all. Liberation takes place without separate endeavor. Omagyana. Timirandasya, Gyana Jana Salakaya, Saksur Malitam, Jena Tismai, Siguru Venamaha. Sichetayamanobistam, Stapitam, Yena Bhutali, Swayam Rupam, Kadamayam, Dadati Swapadantikam. Vandisik is not chating ya, Nichinan, the Sahodjo, Gutai, Puspawantu, Chito Chandu tomorrow. Vanchakalpatari, Biacha, Kripasunubia, Evacha, Petitanam, Pavanibu, Vashnavibu, and Munama. Among Vishnu Padaya, Krishna, Pristai, Bhutali, Semati, Bhaktivedanta, Swami, Itinam, Namaste, Sarasati, Deva, Gauravani, Pichayana, Nevisesa, Sonya, Bhali, Pasatya, Dittitari, Jaya, Sri Krishna, Chaitanya, Prabhu, Nintinanda, Si, Advaita, Gdara, Rasiva, Sadisa, Gauravaktavinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. Bidyate ridaya grantis chidyante sarvasam sayaha. Chidyante chasya karmani mayu dristi kilatmani. The knot in the heart is pierced. All misgivings are cut to pieces and the chain of fruitive actions is terminated. When I am seen as the supreme personality of God. So, here we find a very interesting, interesting um, text with a wonderful purport. And basically the summation, the summer substance of this purport is that liberation is subsumed in devotional culture. Or Devotional service is a concomitant factor. I mean, liberation is a concomitant factor of devotional service. I mean, it's like, 
I remember when we were kids, we loved to play with football and uh, motor tires. <laughs> so, if your child likes playing with motor tires and you already got some new limousine, the limousine comes with a spare tire. You don't need to go and buy a separate tire to give your child to play with. So, a new limousine, he started having a spare tire. It, it is already having. So, you're, you're covered. Your child is covered. <laughs> That's the point. So, devotional service provides liberation. Just by executing devotional service, liberation is guaranteed. Although a devotee does not look for liberation, but that is just, you know, is given along with it. The purpose of devotion and service is Krishna, Prema, Puma to Maha, attain pure love for Krishna. But liberation, liberation is just a second committed fact. So, uh, back uh, in the purport, as I was reading the beginning of the purport, I was just thinking about, oh, this is explained by Biba Mangal Thakur in his text. And then I saw in, in the last uh, in the last sentence or so, the, uh, the translators or uh, the writers, they also mentioned about Biba Mangal Thakur. Mukti Strahi Ustiratara Bhagavan Yad Devi Nafalat Devi Kishore remote. Baby Mangal says, My dear Lord, if I'm worshipping you, what's it what's he used for endeavor for liberation? Because liberation is just begging there, a maidservant begging, hey, Biba, please engage me in your service. So yeah, it's so interesting. Our people don't seem to understand the power of devotional service. A devotee does not necessarily mean that you become devoid of of sense, sense enjoyment. A devotee engages in arranging for Krishna's pleasure, but then all of the remnants they belong to him. We have the best type of prasadam. I remember telling this story someplace, but I don't, remember, I don't know whether it was here. So I remember when I was in Africa, so in the estate where our temple was situated, I used to just walk around sometimes or drive around, look for you know, important people and make friends with them. If they have some business, I make friends with them. If they have some business center, I abandon all of my computer works in the in the office or in the room. And then I go to use, use these. He paid them some money. And then in that way, I familiarize, my, familiarize myself with them. <laughs> so there was this family, the husband, the husband of this lady is a pilot. And so the, the lady has a, a business center adjoined to their house. So I used to go there, 
But my intention, and then they had also uh, a mall. My intention is to be able to see her, to be, to be familiarized with these members of this family, and then one by one start to, start to capture them. So, I mean, it worked out so nicely. The, the brother, the younger brother to, this, uh, to the wife of this pilot, he became, he became very friendly. So, very quickly, you know, we, we encouraged him to become a vegetarian. <laughs> and so there was one John Master me, and, uh, you know, I brought some prasadam to them. I didn't, I didn't go myself. I was busy. So I sent, I sent one devotee to send it to, send it to them. That, was the, that uh, festival fell on, on Sunday. So after that, I mean, prasadam, we distribute prasadam to, to neighbors, especially ones that are, fam- that, that, that are a little bit uh, friendly to devotees. So then, and it happens that these people, this family, you know, they go into a particular type of a Christian church that on some, on some days they don't, they don't eat meat or something like that. can't remember precisely. So then, during the Janmasami, we send, we send Prasadam across, or gulab jamun and other things. So on Monday, I was driving past, I was going out. And then I had someone shouting my name. Oh, Vasudev, Vasudev, Vasudev. I said, What's going on? So I stopped. Normally, I don't like to stop when I'm driving. And I don't look, you know, back and forth. So if I want to look something, I have to stop. So, you know, I pull over. I, pull over. I mean, I stop. I pull by. And then I turn on. Then I saw this lady, this, uh, 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 the pilot's wife. She was the one shouting on me. So I said, Madam, what is the problem? Is there anything wrong? She said, Oh, so this is the way you play and join. The Prasadam was sent to death for General Sam Prasadam. Yeah, so that like, you know, steered up things and then very quickly she became a vegetarian. So people are talking about Food is so important, it's just an important thing. If you have a business, a food business, mm, you will, it is very likely, there is high probability that your business will be, uh, will be booming because people like to eat. It's not like gold, that few people, people, few people will go for gold. Everybody, everybody will have to eat. That's why you see the food companies they grow like anything. They become very. They become successful, especially when people like the like their food while they while, while like what they're preparing. So the point is, one of the major essential ingredients for sense pleasure is food. People eat all type of things, but these days, people eat all type of junks to to kill themselves gradually. So. This pleasure that people are looking for in food, we have it in our prasadam. Everything that is offered to Krishna becomes very, very palatable. And you find even people, when they take prasadam, they may even cook that very thing in their home. But when they, when they take what has been offered to Krishna, 
Uh, they are enticed to come to the temple the next Sunday. Especially new, new people, who are, people who are not really like uh, chanting. They just saw devotees and then they went to investigate. Yeah, give them nice prasadam on Sunday and then you find out they, they would like to make a schedule to come again next Sunday. Because food is so attractive. But the food is just part of devotional service. The prasadam we serve is just part of devotional service. And when we give someone a nice prasadam, we don't need to preach to them. We don't need to preach to them. Krishna, he's taking Krishna. Krishna is bending in three folds. So imagine if you swallow, if a fish swallows a hook with a bait on it, the fish is gone. If you think he's enjoying it, he's gone. The fisherman will just, you know, draw and catch the fish. So if someone takes Prasada, he's taking a hook, Krishna. He's taking a hook. <laughs> He's thinking he's enjoying But oh, he's hooked up. It's a matter of time. So, sometimes, you know, some devotees, they make a lot of trouble with their family members. And I remember one of my friends here in D.C. So, you know, she called me one day. She's a retired, retired banker. She called me one day and said, Maharaj, I will just dumb these people. I said, what, what do you mean? He said, have family members. They're not take into Krishna consciousness. I said, oh, because you're a devotee, so you think it's so easy. Now, uh, you, you, want, you, want, you want to force everyone in the family to become devotees instantly. I said, it doesn't work like that. I said, do they, do they, do they, take, do they accept prasadam? She said, yes. So visit them every week. Now, this is your service. Go visit them every week, every weekend. Give them, load them with nice prasadam. And in that way, you don't have to be in anxiety that you have to preach to them, you have to change them. Krishna will change him by, them, uh, by himself. And the power of prasadam is so amazing. In India, the, uh, one of my helpers at Delhi Temple, he told me a story. The father is a medical doctor, retired now. But then when he tried to become a devotee to be a brahmachari in the temple, there are two brothers, his older brother and himself. Uh, he studied IT. And in, even in India, IT is just a big thing because they make so much of money. So he started IT and he, we, his parents wanted him to really get a job and uh, you know, make money. But then he chose to, to become a full-time devotee in the temple and the parents, they, he said the parents, they gave him hell. But somehow or the other, uh, he used to visit because he's afraid he's going to have to cause so much of trouble at the temple. And so he will have to visit them like every weekend. But he will go with Prasada. And each time he goes, with prasadam, they enjoy the prasadam. I mean, he didn't have, you know, he's a, a young man. The father is a medical doctor. The mother is also well-schooled. What's he going to tell them? <laughs> you don't know anything to say. We, we get better. We know these things. So, he's mad. And Indian kids, they're very, they're very submissive. So, eh? They are submissive. They are they're very parents-oriented, you know. They don't want to cause trouble. <laughs> so, but the good thing is, he devised this avenue of visiting them and giving them prasada. And he said later, the mom became a devotee and became even more serious than him. The mom would chant, or on a cut, the mom would chant 64 rounds. So he told me, Mara, you see, they gave me so much trouble. 
And now she's more advanced than me. <laughs> so, devotional service is uh, it's an amazing, it's an amazing process. And uh, if we understand the process very nicely, uh, we can really get involved in trying to motivate and encourage people without creating a fight. That's the point. And Prasadam is a very good weapon to be able to use in that respect. So, this devotional service, uh, people are looking for liberation. People like to speculate. They want to know some things they don't know and then they speculate. But according to Rupa Goswami, devotional service is completely devoid of speculation. Speculation is not part of the culture of devotional service. So, uh, the, tendency, the general tendency is that and this happens very much in, 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 in academia. I mean, I mean, you find even some places where people say, oh, well, you just have to speculate. But, you know, sometimes they, they use that term, but, you know, for someone who is trying to be on the part of bhakti, that's, his, that's, a, that's a, serious, a serious loophole. To speculate, to be able to get something, to get some uh, substantial... Uh, knowledge, substantial information, you want to convince the masses, but you say you, you have to speculate. You are not sure. And this is exactly <clears throat> what is being referred to here as a, uh, I mean, it's been condemned here uh, in the purport. And so, the award of liberation is basically, uh, our liberation is subsumed in devotional service. When we are performing devotional service, liberation is already there, begging for us uh, to be able to engage, uh, to engage uh, in, a, in, in Krishna service. Who doesn't want Krishna service? And so, the whole body of the Vedic knowledge is to be able to understand Krishna. And Krishna mentions in the Gita, uh, 15:15, that he is the knower of the Vedas. And because he's the knower of the Vedas, he knows everything. How is he the knower of the Vedas? He wrote the Vedic literature in the form of, you know, the literal incarnation of Sila Vyasadeva. And so, if someone is studying the Vedic literature and he, does not, he has not come to realize Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam and be able to dedicate their lives or surrender their lives or serve Krishna, then the whole purpose of their engaging strenuously in cultivating knowledge of the Vedas is, is defeated. The, the purpose is defeated. Because what is the purpose of reading the Vedas? The purpose is to know Krishna. And if that purpose is not achieved, I mean, it's like you have a mission. Most non-profits are very much mission-oriented. So you, we have a mission, and your success is only based Yes, the definition of success for a missionary is that he or she has been able to, ac to accomplish his mission. Then he's, he or she is successful. So if someone is studying the Vedic literature, we can only say he has become successful or she has become successful if they come to the, to the realization that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. And Krishna, I mean, and it's mentioned here that if one have, uh, comes up with that realization, 
then the chain of fruitive actions is cut off. The heart is pierced. Because the devotional service is like a fire. Fire burns woods to ashes. What can you do with what can you do with ashes? You can only use wood to heat up your house during the winter. But ashes, what are you gonna do with it? Nothing. I mean anyway, these days people produce ashes and it becomes something very great. And then they have very many followers. But I think people produce wood, then we should follow them. They produce ashes. What are we gonna what am I gonna do with ashes? <laughs> So, the bottom line is that even in our dreaming state, uh, there are so many misgivings in our hearts. In our waking, waking state, we have so many misgivings. And so, when we see Krishna, and Krishna is here on the altar, Radha Madan Mohan, Sita Ram Lakshman Hanuman, Sister Goranitai. These are all uh, the forms of the Lord. But then the Lord mentions here that all of the misgivings become terminated when we realize it. When we realize realize that He is the Supreme Personality of God. And what what does that realization imply? It means that we begin the process of serving him. If we know that this is the goal of our life, everybody in this world, uh, sometimes it is uh, uncoded or uh, covert, or sometimes it's overt, it's, it's coded, written, or conspicuous. But people have mission statements, missions, they have goals, and they have, they have, they have their vision. If one does not have goals and vision and a mission, then how are they going to move forward? So yeah, we may not write down our mission uh, in our adventures, but we do have a mission. And for the devotee, the mission is only accomplished when we attain Krishna Prema. Or when the individual engages the devotional service, his his is right on track. It's on track. And therefore, our main, our main business is to encourage people, some or the other, to come close, to take to the post, so as to enable them to take to the process of devotional service. And we have to devise different avenues to be able to do this. Because there are so many people there. Uh, everyone is part of the Christian family. Some people have become prodigal, prodigal children. They run away from the family. And we have to see how we're, we're helping Prabhupada for the reclamation. Because if we have something wonderful, we have something great. We have a feast. We have a big festival. We want to invite family members to come. Why? Because it is juicier to eat in the company of loved ones. 
They are same food. Now you, we, you eat. It's, it's your best food. But if you have your loved ones around eating and then, you know, you, haven't, you are chatting and eating, it increases the momentum of that, of that pleasure. So, uh, when we encourage people to take to Krishna consciousness, Krishna becomes very pleased with us. And we never can tell. Even the person we encourage could become a pure devotee and if even we're not able to uh, make it to perfection, we gain from that, we get some credit from that uh, endeavor that we made by encouraging someone to become involved in Krishna consciousness. So, it is amazing, amazing part that Lord Chaitanya has chucked out for us and Prabhupada has provided for us. And so, here it is by uh, uh, references made to the third canto that bhakti devotional service dissolves the subtle body of the living entity without separate effort, just as fire in the stomach digests all that we eat. So bhakti is very, very powerful. It's, um, it's incomparable. It helps us uh, it helps to create a positive, a positive spiritual change. It helps to create a positive social change in our lives. Bhakti. It's not just about running, you know, running back home, back to Godhead, but even in this life, there are a lot of transformations that take place when we engage in bhakti or in devotional service to Lord Krishna. And it's very simple. If we don't have money to buy food to offer to Krishna. We can just chant Hare Krishna. Or we can just offer water or flour. Okay, we'll say, well, I don't have flowers in my house. Gee, some people, they don't have flowers. You know that? <laughs> all right. Krishna said, all right, if you don't have flowers, just offer me H2O, water. <laughs> What is our excuse? <laughs> I cannot perform devotional service. Oh, Krishna said it's just a fine word. And when we're doing this, the reward is so amazing. That all of our, all of what has been troubling our hearts, you know, they melt away. When the snow falls, the whole place is choked up with cold, slippery. Something has to be done to melt out all of this snow. And that is devotional service. So, any comments or questions on this point? The knot uh, in the heart is pierced. All misgivings are caught to pieces. And the chain of fruitive actions is terminated. When I am seen as the Supreme Personality of God. Okay, if there's no comment, then we, we, we move on adjournment. Sometimes it, it just seems so easy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just a little water. Krishna says, just love me. So why do we struggle? Yeah. 
Christian is asking for the most precious thing. It's not just all a, just it's not just offering a leaf. He said bhaktia. And love is very precious. It's very difficult. Love is if love is so easy, people have been, would have been so peaceful in their lives. It's not it's so easy to get it. Some may say, I love you, but it might be some lip service. Real love comes from the heart. And you love somebody means that you know, you're able to share your most confidential issues with the person. You are ready to listen to that person. Not that, hey, I'm busy. Go, go away with your stuff. So love is very, is, is very, is very difficult to, to achieve. It's just a common thing. You know, common thing now people, you hear the people everywhere. They, oh, everywhere you hear, it's, it's a booze word. I love you. But <laughs> the real thing is that there's a lot of a lot of issues with that very statement. So to love someone is like to give your life to that person. So Krishna is saying, "Love me. Just, don't just offer this." Krishna is asking for love. He's asking for our love, and that will set us free from. The circle of birth and death. So if it is not so easy, why, are not, why so many people are not taking to the path? Why are so many people are not sticking to it? Why is it that 70% of those who initiate attempt on the path of bhakti don't stay till the end? If it's that easy. And I was mentioning in the class that yesterday that Change when you initiate when you came to when you uh, um, take to the process of devotional service you have initiated a change in your life and change initiatives seventy percent don't get through to the end according to management statistics our movement could be more than that because we see so many people who have come and <laughs> we don't see them <laughs> we don't see we don't see them again. So perhaps the researchers, they, they just not exaggerating, but from my own lived experience, the people are, I was mentioned also, we were 65 who took first initiation. I, I'm not seeing up to 10 of them. So 65 and 10, 10 I mean, not up to 10, let's just assume 10, but it's not up to 10. Who are, whom I'm still seeing. It's about, you know, 55 have, have gone. So 55 and 10, that is more than, seven, that's more than 70%. <laughs> so if it is so easy, people would have. It cannot be easy. How many people, how many people have post, uh, postgraduate degrees? Around this, uh, on this street. How many, how many PhDs are on this street? People may have money, but to go and crack your head to have higher skills, higher professional values, that's not a joke. The pe- people prefer that. I got, this, I got first degree. Let me work, get the money. I know how to do it. So devotional service is a postgraduate program. People may, undergraduate studies, you see how many students in the class? Maybe 30. You go to a master's degree class, 
You see, far less than that. Maybe one third of that. And you go to a PhD class. Oh, you're some few people. Some departments, after five years before they graduate, one PhD. So devotional service is, is far beyond all of these most difficult parts of progress in material life. <laughs> Are you expecting many people to tread on the path till the end? So it's not easy. Yeah, we say it's easy. We want to motivate ourselves. We want to encourage ourselves. But in practice, it's not easy. So I resonate with your point. <laughs> but it's easy when we're doing it together because the principle of synergy or synergy makes it easy because the end product or the end results we get better outcome than a single person doing it and then bringing the results together. That is why Lord Chaitanya advocated congregational chanting of the holy names. Lord Chaitanya is the best of the management scientists. Oh yeah. People, people, okay, we, we, people are even preaching about Congregational chanting, coming together to chant. But what is, it, what, is the science, what is the value of that? I can stay in my house and then just chant 64 rounds or 108 rounds. But that may not be sustainable. But when we come together, we, we, we motivate each other. Just by the presence of another devotee, you really get motivated. Doing the same thing with you, you get inspired. So, and this is the principle of synergy. When people come together to do something, the end result is always greater than individuals doing it and bringing those, the results of those individuals together. So Lord Chaitanya, he is advocating spiritual synergy. You see, all of the things we are doing, there are scientific explanations behind it. Everything we are doing in our movement is not just a belief thing. Sometimes we hear the things and then, you know, we don't question or we don't really read broad outside of our comfort zone to be able to grasp the essence. But yeah, that is why it is called applied Vedic science. All right, so thank you.